uh, happy jumper day. I wish you would step back from that my friend. We could cut ties to all the lies that you've been living in. And if you not want to see me again, I, I would understand. understand. I just... Uh, well, in the beginning, I guess he goes, I would understand, but at some point yeah. you go to, I would understand, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, can't, you, he can't keep getting away know. with it. Real, real, real pro songwriters actually know this technique, Andrew. It's called the E-I-E-I-O technique. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah. Uh, invented old by McDonald. Old McDonald. <laughs> There's many such cases. <laughs> old, old McDonald, you know the old the blues man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> old McDonald brackets Ronald. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's old McDonald's favorite hit. Uh, I had a farm. Um, to say, put the past away. Wish you would step back from the ledge, my friend. <laughs> um what are we doing today uh what's new well so we we didn't record for two weeks and in that time um everything has gone to shit and i realized now more than ever my guy it's just uh i I realized i realized the reason why and i do have to apologize i have a dial here uh the chaos dial sort of like how you know how joe brandon has the dial that controls the gas prices on his desk yeah mm -hmm. i have the chaos dial uh, I realized that I must have bumped it. It was set to max, so I'm just gonna turn it turn it down now, um, and hope that that helps. It won't undo anything, uh, but hopefully that lo- sort of. Yeah. Works. How long will it take for things to get back to normal? It's hard to that's say. That's what everyone. That's what everyone wants to know. They want to know when can it get back to normal, Andrew? Back to normal. A lot of people are out here and they're just <laughs> by themselves, spiraling, and they're going. Wish you would step back from the ledge, my friend. I know something's wrong. A lot of jumpers. Um, Everyone's got to face down their demons, you know? I've been saying this, so. The more the more you cut ties to all the lies that you've been living in, the better it's going to be for everybody, few, I say. Few understand this. Few understand this. <laughs> you know, um, you're, when, you're, when, you're first to, when you're first to fight and you're out way too loud, you're a flash of light on a burial shroud, and unfortunately or fortunately... What does that, what does that mean? <laughs> you're a flash, you're a flash of light, of light, on, light a burial on a burial shroud. I, my, dude, um, my dude was on something when he wrote this song, tell you what. I, yeah, I want to I be on the drugs that that the third eye blind guy was on in the 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just see how that's like. But anyway, uh, Roe versus Wade was He did a lot of syllable oh, work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> Roe versus Wade yeah. was overturned, and I think we have to come out and say that we, we believe that this was a bad decision. Uh, we're going to come out and we're going to give that one a big doo-doo caca bad. Yeah. What's been interesting Not to me is that everyone... Uh, pretty much anticipated that this would happen. I mean, they leaked the decision, but even when they took the case, everyone was like, obviously they're taking the case so that they can overturn abortion. And what did the Democrats do with that time to prepare? Uh, absolutely nothing. Not a single thing. What 
is wrong with you people? Huh? I was I was listening to another podcast that posited that the leak of the decision was sort of a trial to see how Democrats would react and whether they would, you know, try and mobilize opposition. And the fact that they were just like, well, this is a this would be a very bad idea and did nothing else. Basically was like, yeah, sure, we can go through with this. There's not going to be like, any real consequences for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Sorry, guys. Can you give us? Some and now money, we're though, being please? told. Now we're being told that we need to vote, uh, which I would note that we did. Um, you control the House. And the <clears throat> I can see the confusion, Andrew. We're actually being asked this time to vote V O A T. So okay. what is yeah, that? What is that like a cousin <laughs> of a stoat? I'm confused. This is a if it's, this is a new uh, Clinton Foundation app. Ah, um, okay, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's co-sponsored like by the, the Quaker thing. Company. <laughs> <laughs> so many, so many people are just like completely fed up. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're I, seeing, I hear more I and more normal, even, normal people even, being like, Argh. right? Yeah, like, what do you mean vote? Like, we did. You control Congress and the executive branch. Like, do something with that. You know. Yeah. It's like, and I think Kamala Harris was like, oh, you know, it's the people get to choose, the people get to make their decision. And it's like, they did. Now it's time for you to do work. But th- this is the thing is that politicians, uh, you know, that aren't Republicans basically don't believe that they actually need to do anything like that. Their their job as a congressman or whatever is basically a sinecure uh, and a way for them to get a pension or whatever. So that's how evil this stuff is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything's a scam. Yeah, it's very bad. Speaking of scams, uh, yeah, Ru- Rudolph Giuliani. Yeah, was, he was uh, viciously attacked. By which I mean that like someone bumped him. I guess a little bit. So it just looks um, like someone gave him the like. Oh, sorry, my guy. Excuse me. Like right. Yeah, and for uh, that he's let like me, let me scooch by or whatever. Yeah, which I think is funny. I I'm I'm with him on this because I believe that it is a assault to get within ten <laughs> feet of me at any time. Um, <laughs> So, you know, my answer is something called science. Yeah. Mind your distance. (laughs) Please keep your distance. It's it's a violation of your personal private space. In a Julianian sense. Um. (laughs) That's so American. Um, Uh, In a speaking of uh, people, I don't know. Sorry. (laughs) I would understand. Oh, such a 90s bridge. I would understand. Anyway. You got First a song I learned to play on the guitar. Wait, uh, is it? Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I don't wow. know that I should have admitted that. <laughs> that's a pretty, I mean, that's starting, I mean, most people start with like, uh, smoke on the water or something right. like yeah, Iron Man or something. Yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's pretty advanced. Hey, you got a dog. I did. Uh, Mabel is here. Um, she's currently demanding attention from me. Um, she she's sat a ball cute. down so that I can throw her. She is very cute. She's very smiley. She's a small, stout little dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we love her. And what, what I don't understand is she was apparently at the shelter for like six months. Um, wow. And I have had her almost a week now, and I cannot detect, like, what the catch why? is. Like, why would that be? 
Yeah. <laughs> you know? She's just she's just gonna start getting massive diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no. I don't know. <laughs> that yeah, isn't always so. an interesting feeling in life. Like how you can never truly just be happy. There's always like Okay, but some there, there's got to be some catch here, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's an adjustment. Obviously, I'm a big, uh, yeah, uh, you know, student of routine. My routine is very important, and this has sort of disrupted all of that. So I'm getting used to it. You know, yeah, you having just a dog it changes things. You know, yeah. But it does but give me an excuse when I go out somewhere that I can be like, oh, I gotta leave because I gotta let my dog out, kind of <sighs> thing. So that's. That's such a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what are pe- people going to argue with you about that? No, of course not. So <laughs> they're going to they're going to be like, "Oh, are you a dog? Are you an animal hater? Yeah. Are you into animal cruelty?" Sorry, like, I'm oh, not. How okay. long has your dog been in the the crate? Surely they I'm could a res- last a little longer. You know, I'm a responsible like, no. dog dad. Okay. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> me and my um, my horrible canine daughter. Um, <laughs> Oh man, my daughters are, are real horrible. She's just uh, she <clears throat> needs attention all the time. See? Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll right see now. how that goes. Uh, <laughs> one of the things that dogs do. This is like a good thing that our trainers sort of taught us <clears throat> was that um, they're very like concerned because they're wired for like surviving, right? So they're they're very concerned with like making sure they have possession of all their resources at all times. Yeah. So like that to that, to them, you are a resource. The resource is love and affection. Right. Right. Uh, But like they, they, so, so they're always like, wait, do I still got it? Do I still got it? And sometimes you have to like train them through, through like not, not always, not always engaging every time they come to you. That, right. that you wait for them to go back to their thing and you come to them so that they start to learn, oh, I don't have to constantly check in on this guy. Like, yeah. he's going to yeah, be I around. Think, it's I think okay. we'll get there. So, yeah. 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 But I also wonder if she has a little bit of doggy ADHD because she seems to get bored of stuff relatively quickly, which is, you know. Well, mean vibes. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. It's like, it's like, well, I understand, <laughs> you know, but... Um, Anybody who's listening to this is, is a podcast listener and therefore... I, I, officially I, diagnosed with ADHD. <laughs> I would understand, yeah, and um, but <laughs> oh, did I tell you I I don't have I don't have ADHD officially? Wow, yeah, that's, I got that sort of surprise. What do you? I mean, what what not, is wrong with you? In not that officially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they did they did the whole screening thing with me, and they're like, yeah, it's really unlikely that you have it, like. You're just, yeah, no, you're just fucked up in some other way that I, we can't I, place. I had a lot of, I had a lot of like, um, the the signifiers or whatever for, um, in yeah. a, what 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 is it? Uh, inattentive. Is that the thing? Oh, or? inattentive. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but that I, I, I've, 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 I scored negative numbers somehow on the hyperactive part of it. The, oh well, that doesn't I'm, surprise me. Necessarily. I'm the least active human. Yeah. <laughs> if They're I like, could do be you a ever rock, feel a need happy. to like do lots of things, and you're like, nah. When I was a kid, and they asked me what I what I wanted to be when I grew up, and I said a tree, it wasn't like a cute thing. 
Yeah. I, I had really thought it, it wasn't, through. It wasn't like, a, oh, he doesn't understand. It's like, no, listen. <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> These guys figured it out way yeah. long before we did. <laughs> in, a, in a Petersonian sense. <laughs> uh, I wish to be Oh, man, true. I wonder what he would say about that. <laughs> oh. I mean, well, this podcast, we got a guy who wants to be a tree and yeah. a woodworker. That's... I mean, mm. <laughs> I've got, uh, let's go to gas station comestible corner, Andrew. Oh, exciting. This is one of my favorites. <laughs> I've obtained a new flavor uh-huh. of beverage. Uh-huh. Um, now, you've, and put, is, you've put the words in the document, and I am reading them, but they do not appear to make sense to me. This, um, is, this is flaming hot flavored Mountain Dew. Um, Dew, uh, <laughs> nope. re- re- reser- reser- reserved... Uh, with a blast of heat and citrus flavor. Right now, I'm really regretting flavors. that I don't have a clip of Trump saying "disgusting." <laughs> there's, there's. So in this, in this uh, bottle, worse. there's, there's 146 percent of your daily suggested uh, sugar. That seems <laughs> like a sugars. lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'm gonna have the spicy soda now. Let me make okay. sure it doesn't. All right. Open on my desk. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. It's 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 hmm. Hmm. It smells a lot like just Mountain Dew. Yeah. Like more more limey. Okay. Here we go. Right. <coughs> oh. Oh. Uh. Hmm. Huh. Uh. Uh. Um. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. This broke my brain. The I don't know what's happening. Let me try again. Oh, ouch! Oh, ouch! What have I got oh. myself into? Now, it's why like... is it so wet? You know the spice that you Whoa. get from like a a really strong ginger beer. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like Mountain Dew had that, but then it oh, added. That's, that's weird. It's actually it's pretty good, um. But the heat does this weird thing where it gets up in your. What is the part of the roof of your mouth that goes back to your nose? Oh, you know I what I'm talking I don't, about? Yeah, I don't know the I don't know the na- the anatomical it, 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 term. Some, for it, somehow yeah. a tingling mm-hmm. goes up up in that area, right? And it's extremely unpleasant mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and that's how they get you because you drink it and you think oh this is actually really good it just tastes like a really good lime ginger beer right and, and then, then and then um, you're like oh <laughs> i'll try one more time ah woo! yeah it's not <laughs> it's not it's not that spicy but it's like weird does that make oh, sense it's like song. You know mm. that feeling you get when you're electrocuted, like I've just oh. been violated, like yeah. something was done to my body. I just it makes my brain go like e e e e e. What? You just I don't know. Brain, yeah. I this is gonna be one of those things <laughs> I keep in the fridge and I keep drinking little bits what, of. What you did and is you, suffering you, when you drank it. Uh, it caused your brain to take a screenshot. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's that's definitely what it felt like. Yeah. <laughs> um. I would understand. <laughs> we love a bass solo, don't we? We sure do. We don't get enough bass solos. <laughs> he just like what? went off into the closet to do some blow. Right, yeah. And he's listening like, oh yeah, I was supposed to sing right here. Listening to this song and going, I wonder if he would understand. I don't, it's not clear <laughs> to me. So, yeah, um, I don't know why he just doesn't come out and say it. I'm sick. I of actually, I don't know if this counts as gas station comestible corner, but I sent you a oh. photo of what I found uh, yesterday at the store, which is uh, Wendy's Frosty cereal. Yes, um, I want to get it. I tried getting it and it was out everywhere. It's it's so, curious. I feel like this is in the genre of like Oreo O's and Nesquik cereal, where it's mm. like you know another food item made into a cereal. But I, the question I had is, who is asking for this? You know? Yeah, um, I don't know who's like. Ah, oh, I wish my cereal tasted like a milkshake. Specifically, a Wendy's Frosty. <laughs> like, are they gonna have the McDonald's triple thick cereal now, or what? Probably not. Or yeah, the McFlurry I don't know. cereal. It's just like weird because the flavor of the frosty is chocolate or vanilla like yeah and this is chocolate. chocolate or vanilla cereal right yeah now i'm a fan this makes people really upset culver's prefer, cheese curd cereal <laughs> i prefer <laughs> i would do it in an instant. <laughs> the i like the vanilla frosty i prefer the vanilla frosty to the chocolate really? frosty. Mm, mm. yeah not in a normal milkshake like if i'm getting a milkshake it's always going to be a flavor but the frosty is like close enough to not being a milkshake that there's something about the vanilla flavor that just hits. I don't know. I uh, just, I'm a fan. What were we talking? Man, this stuff has really messed me up. There's like a tingling going on on my scalp, Andrew. That's yeah. not. Hang, hang on. <laughs> Sorry. That's not normal. <laughs> I know. I get it. I'm with Mabel, man. Something is. Let's do a little. Oh, where did I put my... Here we go. I would understand. I would. <laughs> What's Mabel up to? Oh, she needs attention. She was trying to bite my arm, which is not ideal. So, <laughs> um, so the next item uh, moving on is... Uh, you, el, you hear about el that... Diablo, el Cañón de Diablo. <laughs> The Diablo Canyon Nuclear Power Center? Nu nuclear, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, that's not the one that looks like boobs, is it? That's a different one. I think that's a different one. Um, I, You know, I mean, to be honest, there's all kinds of boobs. And yeah. so mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sure that there's a you boob know, for <laughs> every nuclear power plant is shaped Rep like some boob. Representation matters. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> Why is this thing making my nose run? Oh dear! <laughs> <laughs> I'm this in stuff the mood for some water. This I want weird. water to drink. Yeah, it's making my scalp tingle. You ever get that like ASMR scalp tingly thing? A little bit, yeah. I'm it, a little worried like, that it was poisoned. <laughs> this is not good. Well, you know. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Grand Imperium uh, Newsom. 
Mm-hmm. Has decided <laughs> the Imperator of California. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the decided twenty one seventy seven. Gruesome Gavin is in charge of everything. <laughs> Gr- he's got we decided we were going to change the world, armor. and we yeah. did. <laughs> Mecca Brandon. Uh, <laughs> 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 um. I yeah, would so, understand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing this it is today. The, this is the best or worst episode we've ever done. The Diablo Canyon power plant was uh, so, some some fools asked for it to be reopened to handle you know to, right. to meet our power need needs in California. Yeah. And so gruesome Gavin well, it, said, "Yeah, we're gonna do that." You know here's. Here's the thing is we've been closing all the nuclear power plants without really replacing them with anything. And that seems like a bad idea. Um, in my opinion, I feel like you should have something else ready to go. Cause then what happens is you just end up burning more coal or natural gas. So like, right. I think in California's case, a lot of natural gas going on. So Um, I would suggest that you have a plan beyond close the nuclear power plant of how you're going to replace it with not more polluting things. But there's a, Mm -hmm. there's a really interesting op-ed in the, in Cal matters, just like a California uh, publication. Um, Oh, I thought that was calm atters, but calm, calm adders. Yeah. Yeah. You want to keep those adders calm. You never know what they're going to get up. you, You sure do. You know, especially, you know, anyway, um, but this, this, uh, op-ed was pretty interesting because it brought up some really good points about reopening it. The first is, uh, nuclear plants supplying electricity to California were online during the 2000s energy crisis and in 2020, they did not prevent outages. Oh, so like, yeah, <laughs> bringing them back online is, is not, that doesn't surprise me, I guess. Cause, cause nuclear power plants are not. For peak power they're for your base right, load they, they go 24 yeah. 7 right <laughs> like you don't just ter- ramp them up and ramp them down <laughs> yeah you, so yeah you they, really don't want to ramp up a power plant um <laughs> they did that once in in ukraine and it was a very bad <laughs> idea <laughs> from from the article this this is like a really good point the leading cause of most power outages are problems with transmission and distribution lines a branch yeah. falling or a fried squirrel for example Right. In California, customers, customers suffered purposeful shutoffs of power to prevent faulty wires from starting wildfires. Even 100 yeah. nuclear plants would not prevent these outages. Well, this is this is this is what causes all the big wildfires is because yeah. um what is it? Pacific uh PG&E and whatnot just yeah. does not maintain the right of way of the power lines. So so then yeah. they sag under the under the heat. Um, of high demand and they they like touch a branch and catch fire Um, and it turns out that like if you do that if you do that like across your whole energy grid you privatize it all and you make the profit motive the primary factor then yeah yeah, of course everything else falls under by the wayside like they actually did here here in ohio they did the preemptive shutoffs uh a couple weeks ago my power got shut off because of uh impending severe weather um, because our and that's our not from your green provider, energy grid. <laughs> no, it's yeah. Well, because AEP is a, a garbage power provider. Yeah, so. Hi, Mabel. <laughs> I just hear gremlin sounds on the other end. Yeah. Um, she may have had some of the Mountain Dew, flaming hot. <laughs> I think she did. Yeah. 
<laughs> the and, and it, another interesting fact it says flaws in the independent system operators energy market also played in a key, a key role in the August 2020 power outages um buried on page 113 of the final root cause analysis report the grid operator admits that quote energy market practices contributed to the inability to obtain additional energy that could have alleviated the strained conditions on the grid on August 14th and 15th. The report goes on to say that the independent system operator failed to properly forecast demand for the next day and to schedule adequate power supply. The grid operator allowed the export of thousands of megawatts of power out of California at the time it was most needed. The cause This caused a scramble for power supplies and for the independent system operator to call for a 1,000 megawatt outage on August 14th and a 500 megawatt outage on August 15th. Flawed market operations created a supply and demand problem. So, once again, the market is to blame. <laughs> yeah. Turns out that uh, that it was just poor planning, poor infrastructure. It's just capitalism, is what it is. Right. But but worrying worrying back up the Diablo Canyon nuclear power plant will fix it all. So we don't have to. Yeah. Worry about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like so many things. It's like oh, just turning uh, the yeah. dial. Let's label. Let's, power. let's not. Let's not desk. resolve any of the underlying problems. Let's not right. address those. Yeah. Um, speaking Be- of this, that's that same mindset. <laughs> Go ahead. Were you going to say something? Oh, no, I was going to segue, but you segued. So, oh, you know. dual segue. <laughs> that should be our, our interstitial or our, our segue chime. The bass solo. Um, Americans don't. This is from um the failing uh, Washington Post, Jeff Bezos's Washington Post opinion. Americans need to take sick days, especially during COVID. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> with all the sick days that everyone's given, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the last two paragraphs I have in this quote, and then I'm going to go back to the original thing that she said. Mm-hmm. Um, in the piece because it, she's she majorly just like completely ignores the point that she should have made we don't want to be a burden over to our colleagues we don't want to burn through whatever limited time off we do get if we're lucky and even if we do feel sick we're surrounded by a pandemic couldn't it be so much worse here's the thing it could be but we don't have to personally make it so by neglecting to attend to our legitimate needs rather than pushing the limits further and further out. This could be a time to bring them in at the very least. We need the space to heal and recover when sick and we shouldn't stop there. We need space and at least a few moments untethered from our jobs in a moment when life and work have bled into one undifferentiated weekendless morass. We have ever more need for a hard stop. Some excuse to rest from the fear or guilt that have become a constant companion. But employers aren't likely to suggest that we slow down. We'll have to make the decision to do so ourselves. Um, mm. so, so, like most things... What if we didn't things, have to make that decision? That's, yeah, that's my like, thought. I love how every single op-ed these days is like, wow, here's a societal problem. How can we individualize this? Mm. <laughs> For you. How can we pathologize this and say that something's sick with the individuals? 
and yeah. they should fix it. But in the one of the first paragraphs in her article, she says the United States is famously obsessed with productivity, from the Protestant worth ethic of, ethic of our Puritan ancestors to the Horatio Alger story. We continue to see as aspirational rather than as fantasies they are. Our dog-eat-dog form of capitalism activates a constant underlying fear of replacement. If we're not visible working, someone else might swoop in and steal our job. Hmm. And then her solution is, guys, let's take more sick days. Yeah, let's take more sick days. What What is wrong with these people? Thoughts unconnected. (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, Like... These mouth-breathing did did Ivy she League did she dullards. want to mention how much vacation is legally required? Uh, paid paid vacation is legally required in the U.S. because it's no it's zero, no it's zero she doesn't weeks. she doesn't mention any of that. She doesn't mention our zero laws, weeks. zero our as systems. in none none weeks. Yeah, it's just um, like the U.S. is one of the only countries in the world that does not have a statutory minimum amount of paid leave. Like literally, most countries in Africa. And yeah. like, you know, like it's like so obvious. <laughs> I think I think one of the only countries that's with us is like Papua New Guinea, um, you know, which which I I understand they have uncontacted tribes there still. So <laughs> but like this is the United Gosh, States. Sometimes I wish I was an so. uncontacted tribe. <sighs> Seriously. Cool. <laughs> um, speaking of other bad advice to That's me being beat up as a millennial. Um, wow! I, I just I just needed to play, play, play that sound effect. I wish you could step back from the ledge, my friend. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for the drop. There it is. <laughs> Um, this is from the times, not the New York times, but, um, the even worse one, the UK, the times, um, baby boomers have some advice for millennials struggling to buy a home, cancel the Netflix subscription and stop ordering takeaways. More than half of baby boomers believe that quote luxury unquote lifestyle choices made by young people are to blame for their inability to save enough money. Netflix is expensive, but it's not. It's not that expensive, like in the it's, grand scheme of things. Especially like if if it's an alternative to like renting videos and uh, yeah, going it's to like the movies. The, these are, and these stuff are the, like that. they're telling they're telling us to to cut Netflix while they pay like ninety dollars a month for the biggest cable package ever with like three million channels. So that they they don't watch any. That of they them. don't right. Yeah, they watch like two channels: Newsmax and Fox. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Among the lifestyle choices identified by baby boomers in a study by researchers at King's College London were takeaway coffees and food, mobile phones, Netflix, and foreign holidays. So just just ditch your mobile all, phone. Uh, all millenniums know is they mobile <laughs> take away phones, coffees and food. Take away coffees <laughs> and food. Foreign holidays. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the British version. All yeah. millennials know is. Take out, take away, <laughs> take away. Be on their and phone, food. mobile phones, mobile Netflix, phones, foreign, foreign holidays. Yeah, 
I love, um, I love, I'd love just to picture our uh, UK listeners every time. We now, these. it is worth noting that the Times, so this is the Times has written a story based on a study here, and the study undercuts their point. Because um, it says yeah. Bobby Duffy, director of the Policy Institute at King's College London, said lifestyle expenses were, quote, minor factors when compared with the huge increase in house prices and required deposits. Um, but then they continue anyway. They're like, nevertheless. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. Oh, societal that. factors. We, we, let's not look at those. Let's Millennials not look at these systemic days, issues. All on their phones. I think we can agree. Um, all they know is hot soda <laughs> and <yeah>. jumper. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so bad in comparison. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Boy. You want to see the stupidest <laughs> post? Cool. <laughs> Do you want to see the stupidest post, Andrew? Because um, I did it. I believe I already have. We're um, returning to our vertical. But... Uh, oh. This week we're calling it, You Want Might? <laughs> you have found the stupidest post. This I did not expect this. Um, wow. Like, every time I read it, I feel my brain shedding part of its yeah. part of its mass just dying this is, i need a i need a whoa oh boy look <laughs> this is absolutely amazing this is uh from I know david we marcus might be spending too much time talking about this he's a columnist and author of Sherrod at the covid lies that crushed a nation yeah great uh morrissey Mor and brooklyn <laughs> nets <fan. laughs> here we go <laughs> i have no idea what that's about <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the, uh, so dave dave tweets here he says if i change my pronouns to ukraine how many points is that it's so bad it's so bad it's so bad. But what the hell, but I <laughs> became worse. How many how many points is that? Like he was expecting us to be like <laughs> You you figured out you won the prize. Whoa. Come on down, David Marcus. You've solved the puzzle. <laughs> You know when he was tweeting, he was typing up this tweet, he was just like, Ooh, oh, 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 yeah. It's just this, like, like he, there's he no... He thought this was fucking hilarious. Like The thing about this tweet is it's so bad that it's unanalyzable. This is kill. Like, yeah. You can't really critique it. Like You can't dig into the meat of it because there's no meat. It's just right. a, like a wisp of a... An idea that's so all you can, bad. All you can do is is play soundboard clips over it. Just that's when the blessings come in. <laughs> Speaking of when the blessings oh, come in, bruh. This next this next one is pretty great. <laughs> this is uh this is from friend of the show. I only say he does. Yeah, mm. Tom doesn't know the show exists, but. <clears throat> at the Tom Zone. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, oh, I love the nofap subreddit. Um, yeah. Not because so, I'm an adherent. <laughs> oh, uh, did you accidentally just reveal something there, Andrew? Uh, <clears throat> nope. You're nofap in a different way. You're nofap because you're just, you know. Because I'm on SSR. Full completion every every day. <laughs> no. <laughs> from, from another person. You don't have to. Mm. Mm. Yeah. No. Not. Mm. <laughs> Hmm. Your 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 balls are just RG because they've never been blue. <laughs> I would understand. It's funny. <laughs> It's funny. This is the ep- this isn't the episode I'm I was high for. <laughs> this Mountain Dew stuff I think has drugs in it. I think. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, this is a uh, from r slash nofap on Reddit. Yeah. The title of this post is that what you call a Reddit entry? Yeah, uh, Reddit post, post th- an entry, an, <laughs> an entry, article, an art- a Reddit screed. article. <laughs> um, we should call them essays. Reddit essay. A Reddit a Reddit essay. The essayist from Burn Inside. Yeah. Uh, said list of superpowers. Yeah. Hey there. If you're no fapper, you probably have heard about these so-called superpowers. They are evasive. They are pervasive. They fluctuate in and out. Some are there even to stay. Some people claim they don't experience them at all. Hmm. So, like, right away, this guy is just thinking about Now, let's be honest. (laughs) This guy is just Mm -hmm. talking about orgasms. Yeah. They're evasive. They're pervasive. They fluctuate in and out. Some are there even to say. Some people claim they don't experience them at all. This is a strange. <laughs> this is a strange place. Yeah. What are they? They are superpowers, dude. Yeah. Let's <laughs> or uh, normal powers for arid types. Let, let's what? get into the superpowers here. <laughs> Some think they are magical. Some don't really believe in them. Some want to know where they come from and find scientific facts behind them. That's all fine and dandy, but today I wanted to make a little neat little list of superpowers I've experienced and heard about. Why? Because they're freaking awesome. That's why. So here's a list of known superpowers of yours and mine inspiration. I've personally experienced most of these at some point of my nofap career. Also, calling it a career is just... Thank you, sir. Thank you, Burn Inside. Oh, goodness. My nofap As I career. keep saying. <laughs> yeah. After writing this, I am so glad I'm back on track with this thing again. After my dip at the end of last year. Oh. <laughs> my dip. <laughs> my dip. <laughs> when you dip, I dip. We dip. It's true. Yeah. That is mm-hmm. what they say. You put your hands upon Experience my hip, itself et was everything I'd ever hoped for and Some more. Some of these... <laughs> Some of these might overlap a bit. Some of these might not be scientifically approved, but it's all good. Enjoy. Yeah, I think the whole thing isn't scientifically approved. Confidence. Uh This comes off as being able to look people's eyes without wavering. To look look people's eyes. To look people's eyes without wavering. Louder and deeper voice. Smiling at strangers. Communicating with the opposite sex. That's confidence? I just thought that was just being normal. Yeah. Uh, then we people, have. Then we, yeah, go oh, ahead. 
We have time, which I love. Not <laughs> using time to PMO. I'm not going to speculate what that stands for. I don't. Um, yeah. Suddenly you have up to hours of extra time each day to use on whatever you want. <laughs> Learn a new language. Do your homework. <laughs> stop. Pl- start playing an instrument. Get a second job. Options are limitless. How <laughs> much time are people spending masturbating that they... <laughs> have time to work a second job this is something that i've realized from the i mean i don't know about you maybe i'm just built different but i can do it in like a minute i'm like wow you know it doesn't parties he's wow not to brag not to brag but i can go so fast andrew (laughs) (laughs) Uh, like i don't know these guys need to like work on their game i I don't like yeah i don't want to give them tips like it's kind of weird but like right um it's mm-hmm. i don't understand what, what what's the problem here yeah, yeah like but know. every time people talk about this stuff they're like oh it's all the hours and hours a day watching pornography and jerking off and i'm like um uh Whoa. buddy <laughs> i think something Actually, else is we going also on here saw a dog eat an avocado <laughs> today <laughs> energy on top of the extra time you have newfound energy recourses to make use of that time I love mm. energy recourses. Energy, newfound energy recourses. Stuff like needing to sleep only for five hours a night and not feel tired will happen. Suddenly you have a bunch of new hobbies while you are doing extra time at work, but at the same time you feel less tired than before. WTF? How much time was this guy spending? I, do, I don't know. Checking off. Yeah. <laughs> Sex, Sex appeal. appeal. <laughs> People report things as getting compliments on things <laughs> what uh, things, okay. things like better skin and suddenly getting checked big time by the opposite sex <laughs> you might even find someone asking you for a date this never happened before exclamation point question mark is that why people aren't asking me out i guess so yeah shoot mm-hmm. Social. Social. These, these you like to talk more and meet people. You find yourself actually enjoying conversation, being able to relax with people. When was the last time I spoke to someone more than five minutes? Oh my god! You thought you were biggest <laughs> introvert there is, but now you're not so sure anymore. This is oh, reading this like is a zodiac. Absolutely spectacular. Honing of your senses. Music sounds better. World suddenly feels like it has colors. Breeze feels somehow different on your skin. Good, good heavens. Lifting um, of the fog. Lifting, the lifting of the fog. Everything feels more clear in your mind and through your eyes. Was I depressed before or something? It's literally like fog has been lifted. Brain powers, improved memory, faster reactions, more creativity, improved social skills, etc. Um, Uh oh this next one's alarming (laughs) the feels you cry you (laughs) laugh suddenly you feel like you are alive when it rains you feel like dancing and singing when you're lonely you feel like it instead of the old emptiness and craving life is the roller coaster it was meant to be dude i don't i don't know what's going on here Um, this this is bumming me out guys uh sleep power some people report seeing more dreams and being better at lucid dreaming willpower uh, it's easier to quit other stuff too. Now you're quitting left and right. No more smoking or binge drinking to hell with excessive video gaming and eating bonbons. <laughs> Wait, what? Is this a time traveler? I don't know. <laughs> I'll just go for a run instead and have a cold shower after. Willpower, bitch. That's Willpower, a quote. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Sexual prowess. This is what many would call quote normal power quote. <laughs> 
But if your whole sex hey, life is struggling. Hey, when you do sex, Andrew, do you do it normal power style? No. Or do you do it? Is, I have I'm a just surge wondering. capacity. Uh, <laughs> you are watching a master at work. I like it. Um, what if this guy's name's Will? Will power, yeah. <laughs> He's got willpower. willpower. Sexual prowess. So but there you have it. <laughs> sex life is struggling with issues like ED. You live in doubt and wonder. What the heck is... Okay. I think I see what's going on here. Yeah. Things like these have surely driven people into suicide. Then one day after days of no fap, you have sex and are able to hold an erection, maybe for the first time in your life. Man, you feel like a Superman. Oh, dude, you need to talk to a doctor. That's yeah. what has to happen. This is... This is now a, oh, NoFap exists because we don't have health care. <laughs> someone, re- someone replied to this tweet by Tom and said, uh, does this work for women? <laughs> Which is a very good question. <laughs> I love when people do, like, just point out this super obvious like that. Yeah. Shout out to anybody who, who has the skill to do that. You're, you're a champion. Mm-hmm. True, true American hero. Um, anyway, that's, that's know, no fap for you. We're not even halfway through this segment. Good lord! <laughs> Have you heard of "Imagine a Guy," Andrew? You know oh, that that absolutely. idea, like let's imagine yeah. a guy. Mm-hmm. This oh, is I'm, imagine listen, a field trip. I love to imagine a guy, but yeah, no, I'm with you on this one. <laughs> I spend half my day imagining a guy, and then I get angry at that guy. That's how mm-hmm. I keep myself going. So you're you're familiar with the discourse surrounding the um um what's it, a drag. Uh, school bring, bringing bringing drag queens to schools, or yeah, taking thing, field trips to see drag queens. This thing that that largely does not happen. Um, yeah. and if it does, does not happen in the way that it's described. Uh, yeah, right. I'm familiar yeah. with. The, and it's just the, something the moral to be panic used being to... ginned up by uh, yeah. Republicans because they yeah, need to. Like, they need a new thing, you know. It's the oh. trans panic. It's just like the satanic pa- panic. Exactly. It's yeah. mm-hmm. same playbook, run the right. plays. Yeah. Um and then keep scoring cuz the other team has not uh, adapted their defense. The, this is from New York Times John Levine. The entire oh, discourse on the issue here oh, sorry, New York very Post. well New York Post, sorry. Oof. Yeah. We don't want to impugn the New York Times. How many young children do you think have seen the inside of a Hooters? Is that a crisis too? When you only single out drag queens, I begin to suspect other motivations at work. Um, hmm. uh, what? What the dog doing? <laughs> yeah. Many, many are asking this. I, this is like the, uh, like, you can have begin, a lot of I, bad takes about like, this. I feel like the this fact is a bad that they're, they're singling out drag queens suggests that maybe there's some sort of ulterior motive. It's like, yeah, dude, duh. Yeah, uh. <laughs> Everybody what I love knows here that. is that uh, famous um, uh, uh, complete moron Mike Cernovich has replied to this and says, oh. kids don't belong in Hooters, neither do men. That's right. Only women belong in Hooters <laughs> by process of elimination. <laughs> and they're working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Says it's part of simp culture, which is, I guess, you know, like if you go to Hooters, you're a simp. So... This is a guy, by the I mean, way, who who is rich largely because he gets alimony from his ex-wife. So, you want to talk about being a simp? That real gorilla mindset move. Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah, hustle um, grind set, marry a rich rich woman, and then divorce her. So, yeah, get a prenup, fellas. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. 
I think um, this the thing is that they're like, oh, you know, um, uh, children who are exposed to like drag queens or hooters or whatever, you know, it's going to affect them for the rest of their life. And it's like, I don't think children are as smart at their age as you think they are. I don't know that, you know, when you're four, those sorts I of mean, things are. Yeah. And it's like a, I don't know. The, I think every time people start arguing about like the specifics of the thing, they're like, falling for a trap well, because yeah, it's like there's no it's there's just, no point in in it's engaging not because that is the point people, is to get people you to are engage. not taking kids to hooters right it's just yeah. not if, happening if you do engage which you know i i've i've given an example of engaging here but i don't actually yeah. engage to these people yeah. if you do engage that essentially sort of you're sort of legitimizing like you're you're legitimizing you to, the argument. Right. In order for you to engage, you sort of have to accept the premise that this yeah. is happening. And it, it simply is not. It's um, just like... You know. <laughs> um, speaking of things there's no examples of. Uh, no recent examples of this. So this, this was um, uh, in response to the Supreme Court. Uh, you know, in addition to overturning Roe versus Wade, they also took the time to say that the EPA actually doesn't have authority under um, the Clean Air Act passed congressional legislation to regulate carbon emissions from power plants. Um, what? Why would you need to do that for clean air? Yeah, I mean, what? what here's you know, Congress passed a law uh, that says the EPA can do this, and the Supreme Court says actually no. Honestly, uh, it's really toxic to call carbon dirty. When yeah. you think about it, um, mm. it's sort of gross. But so. this is from uh, Do Beth Ann Mumford, who replies to a tweet about this decision. It says, Congress, not agencies, should write the law, even if you like the regulations. Uh, then someone replies and says, does Congress understand what the best weight distribution in a commercial airliner should be? The FAA has regulations that go beyond Congress's expertise. And Beth Ann responds, agencies administer the law, not write them. Is the argument that companies would build planes that actively fall out of the sky without specific regulations in place? That seems not likely. Uh, planes are expensive to make and operate. I just want to know if Beth Ann was in a coma for the last, like, hundred years or more. <laughs> Even the just thing, the last these, couple of these years. These people have, you know? like, no idea about history or anything that's ever happened. Everything is like, yeah. they just live in a current ever present now um right. and like that's why i've always disagreed with the principles of zen um yeah, because exactly. you know you get too zen you become like <laughs> beth ann mumford right yeah <laughs> you're just like well they wouldn't they wouldn't purposefully build bad planes right i mean that wouldn't just make like, any sense bro. like yeah no it would knowledge anyway. read the books read the manuals yeah. this yeah. stuff is we've covered this like it's not <laughs> It's, it, it's preposterous to me, you know. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, speaking of things that are preposterous, this one came through this morning, uh, and is a delight. Um, I saw, I saw it trending, and I was all no, but this I'm, is, I'm excited. This is, a, this is a, a British woman who writes for the Daily Mail, just so that we sort of level set Good our expectations out. here. Okay. Um, has written an article entitled "California's Legal Cannabis Became a Public Health Disaster." Now, as a Californian. Uh, and a mm. legal cannabis user, have you yeah. noticed things becoming a disaster? I have not. Okay, I've interesting. Not noticed people hmm. behaving 
okay. more erratically than they ever have or anything. Like it's kind of, yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's interesting because the uh, people that she interviewed for this article all say that that is in fact happening. Um, oh, really? Know, so, yeah. Um, uh, in, in, a tw- in the beginning of her tweet thread, she says, legalizing pot seems like a common sense policy, but in fact, it's a public health disaster that the marijuana industry is doing its darndest to cover up. Totally unwoke, I know, but facts are facts. Um, facts don't care about your feelings, Eve. Yeah. Two days ago, I was outside a children's gymnastics center watching my two-year-old niece do a class and the spell- smell of weed was stifling. So this is like the sort of like, I smell weed and I don't like it, so we need to ban it again. Um, Yeah. Doctors out here have told me they're seeing cases of cannabis poisoning most days. It is the most common form of any type of poisoning in adolescence (laughs) in California. Um, That's not real. Yeah, I don't know that you can, I don't know that My doctor friend tells me there's no such thing, what the crap? But then the icing on the cake here is cake is uh oh and there's also a doubling of something odd called scrometing, that's screaming and vomiting which lasts for weeks on end with no treatment, a result of the long term use of high potency cannabis. So that's yeah. Boys out I here scrometing, you know he's yeah. got that good stuff. And then they cap it off by saying, "Are you reading at Sadiq Khan, the mayor of London?" So. <laughs> Scrometing has doubled, the doctor told me, pointing to the scrommet chart he has kept since the beginning to before the decriminalization of marijuana. This is a this is a reply to her tweet. I want to uh, see the scrommet chart. What's funny is that this is like obviously ridiculous, but this this reporter is totally credulous, you know. But um, yeah. That's one, so one of wild. our friends in the Discord basically summed this article up as she goes to an extremely bougie uh, marijuana dispensary where you can get individual chocolate THC truffles priced up to five pounds a pop, um, which, okay, like that's obviously a ridiculous place to go. And then they yeah. just like talk to some people who are, you know, anti-marijuana um, <laughs> and have made up these things, basically. <laughs> yeah. It's just so they, funny. What they, all well, of I love the that they stigma okay. surrounding surrounding marijuana and, and it's like all invented and pretend it's all it's so funny because before i ever did it you know growing up it was always like and and like in high school i was like around people using drugs all the time like like in the same room like that that was just normal and like i never saw half the stuff people say and then but even then, I, it was so the ideology, right, was so powerful for me mm-hmm. to be like, oh yeah, but you never know, you never. And then you know what? Turns out, not really a big deal. And right. pathologizing it and making it this huge thing is uh, unhealthy for people. This is one of those things. This is typical of the Daily Mail and other right wing journalism outfits. Is that they will say things. Um, they'll sort of mention studies or try and cite them but they don't actually link to them or like give you any identifying information so that you could look at them yourself yeah you know last month a major review of 25 studies concluded there was insufficient evidence for the long-term pain relieving effect of cannabis as for mental health a 2020 review by psychiatrists at the university of melbourne concluded that evidence is quote too weak to prove cannabis helps anxiety depression or insomnia scientists overwhelmingly conclude that frequent use of the drug is not worth the risks Small and frequent doses have little long-term impact, according to studies, but with prolonged regular use, signals in these key brain areas can start to go awry. 
Studies have shown that frequent ingestion of cannabis can increase the risk of serious mental illnesses. Where are these studies? Who are these experts? Uh, we're not going to. The thing is, it's like every time this stuff you. comes up, you can be like, okay, now do alcohol. Right. Yeah. Well, the are thing you, too you, is, are you, you know, saying, are you saying we should go back to prohibition? <laughs> Did that work out well? Well, and I, I don't know, you know, if you um, are aware, but you can pretty much write a study that says anything these days. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, the fact that you are mentioning studies, um, it doesn't, it doesn't, unless you can point me to them so that I can review them, it's not worth a damn thing. So, you know, it's like, cool, whatever. Yeah, like, I, I'm great. not going to go read the study you. and evaluate it, like, so I'm just going to X out anything that well, has to do with right. that. Like, they don't, you know? they don't even, they don't even link to it so that I can evaluate it and yeah. find out that it's written, this you know, is, sponsored by some a- <laughs> right-wing think tank, you know. I was having, I was talking with someone last night, and, um... <laughs> I was like, I like did that thing I like to do where I like make a declarative statement um, right. that I've like thought about a little bit, but not that much mm-hmm. and then try to back it up <laughs> with mm-hmm. an argument on the fly, you know, and as I'm doing this argument, I'm like, okay, studies have shown, and it was like at that moment I knew I was lost. I was gone. It was, it was not a good argument, like, right. <laughs> but I had to say it cause it was so funny to me. Studies have shown. <laughs> yeah. Studies have shown. <laughs> appeal to authority stuff yeah yeah mm-hmm. we love an appeal to authority we yeah, we sure do speaking um, of uh authorities how are the centrists well well before we do that we have to talk about nfts oh, oh i skipped um, i skipped yeah now you're aware that the crypto market and especially nfts have basically crashed now right so yeah would you um, say that they that turned uh out well uh, they they chose not to step back from that ledge, my friend. Um, it's interesting <laughs> they, you mentioned that. If people make it through this whole thing, I'm going to be amazed. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a tweet from Bobby Goodlatte, or possibly Goodlot, um, <laughs> yeah. who uh, is a product designer and startup investor, founder, form capitalism, angel investor in Coinbase, Hodinkee, Linear, Beyond Deck, Envoy, Expo, XMTP, Yik Yak, and 100 plus more. And he says, he says, it's quite popular to slam dunk on art NFTs right now, but where was everybody six months ago? You're only entitled to a victory lap if you called out the nonsense when doing so came at a social cost, when it was the unpopular thing to say. Um, It it has never been unpopular to make fun of NFTs. It looks like we're, uh, no, we're brave. We're the (laughs) brave brave. people who were talking shit on (laughs) NFTs six months ago. We've we've stuck with our story and we turned out (laughs) we were right. Against against all common sense, against everything anyone said. You are watching a master at work. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what, we were what, brave. We called out NFTs when they were stupid at the beginning. How insular does this guy's bubble have to be? That this is oh, like another wow. example of major Silicon Valley brain. Like something happens. Yeah, exactly. When people move to that that fetid Bay Area, <laughs> it just I get like the idea. Their brains, man. I get the idea that this guy was skeptical of NFTs at the beginning, but because all of his friends were super into them, he didn't feel comfortable calling them out. And now he's like, "Well, now wait a minute. 
uh, you know, listen, I was going to do it back then, but there was a social cost. And it's like, only if your social circle is a, you know, a group of complete morons, I guess. It's a group of, I sure. thought you were going to say a group of computers. That too, yeah. <laughs> These are my friends. It's just a bunch of computers. <laughs> <laughs> G- give okay. me that XP log off sound. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's this see. Is that's such what a you. Good show. That's what you hear on your head on the five freeway when you yeah. hit the Bay Area. <laughs> You're just driving Straight in, in front of a tram. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm Nine sorry to all of our. the particles from surfaces. <laughs> I'm sorry to all of our Bay Area listeners. You're valid. Yeah. We love you. Um, you're hyphy. You're hella ghost riding the whip, etc. Yeah. Um, so this is an opinion piece from the New York Times, um, which we love. Um, mm-hmm. Entitled, The Far Right and Far Left Agree on One Thing. Women Don't Count. Well, um, okay. This, this is interestingly, this is written by the ex-wife of Brett Stevens, just so we know what we're getting into. Um, yeah, this is basically <laughs> she, a centrist. So wait, she's the ex. It's very important that we figure out why she's the ex-wife of Brett Stevens. Is oh. it because he wasn't radical enough, or he was too radical? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't is know. She is she more Brett Stevens or less Brett? Ste- I bet she's more Brett Stevens. Don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's all I'm saying. Okay, go we ahead. Married Sorry. him back in 1998. That that was the style at the time. Yeah, I guess people so. were doing that. Um, so this is another example of like a centrist who is like, you know, uh, the left and right are equally bad, um, basically comparing the overturning of Roe versus Wade with like supporting trans people and saying these are equally bad things. Um, it's just transphobic nonsense. Basically there's only, there's only like one actual mention of Roe versus Wade. And it's like, well, it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, the Republicans overturned Roe versus Wade, but consider uh, such and blah, 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 women only spaces. Um, turf is being used as a slur. Um, JK Rowling, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's basically all the stuff that British turf say that's now being imported over here. Um, I don't like it. I refuse to allow it to happen. Stop it. Um, you're not allowed to do this. Shut up. Shut yeah, up. Yeah, um, it's uh I'm gonna use a sound clip that I don't use very often. Shut I'm up. gonna use this one. Silly woman. <laughs> and we say bye bye. And we say bye bye. You know what you also say? Trans people are my friends. Trans, Trans folks, folks go catch, catch these hands. hands. Trans people are my friends. <laughs> So respect them, but we're going in. <laughs> That's what we say to that. Yes. Very good. We love Craig Boy Mental. Just yeah. a great, Crit- a great critical support. Yeah, a great guy. Yeah, he's the, he's, all, he's, he's, he's out there putting in the work. He's the only say. rapper. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Just him. Craig Boy Mental is the only rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Twitter has some new products uh, being developed. Yeah, um, this was... uh, Thank you, Kyle, uh, fellow uh, uh, show uh, uh, network person, uh, adjacent colleague, 
I don't, I don't know the uh-huh. word here. Keep going. <laughs> our friend, our friend and co-host Kyle, uh, uh, yeah. uh, let us know about this. Um, Twitter is apparently working on a soundboard for Twitter Spaces. There's a screenshot here of um, a soundboard with like some some icons of things that I guess what do you make think sounds. The sounds. The sounds. Some of these are very obvious, right? Yeah, there's like, like a cow and a rooster. But um, what's the gas one or the cloud one? What what? Yeah, what's is that a the fart? What's the is clown one? What's is it like the, bong rips? What's the satellite dish one? Um, oh yeah, what is that? What's the train one? There's a kangaroo and one. A lot of these um, are animal sounds. Are they gonna do different ones depending on what sound uh, you have set? Because yeah. as we know, different cultures have different onomatopoeias for animal sounds. Mm-hmm. You and know. all I want to say is, if they add uh, Huel Hauser sound clips to this soundboard, they will be hearing from our lawyers. <laughs> Twitter, you're on notice. Do not do it. Yeah, do, that's th- our that's thing. our that's step our step off. Step off. Yeah. yeah, we'll come for you. We're extremely litigious. Now let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, you I'm will, in violation of what? international treaties. You'll you'll be in violation of international treaties. So don't do it. <laughs> You know, but uh, be honest. Hit it, Joe. (laughs) Is his name Joe? That would be even better. (laughs) Is his name Joe? I just always thought he was called the guy from Third Eye Blind. Third Eye Blind guy, yeah. Third, oh, oh he's Stephen Jenkins. Okay, Stephen Douglas Jenkins. I've, that's that, a hell that's of a, a name. That's name a, alert. a presidential assassin <laughs> name. This is absolutely spectacular. Yeah, Stephen Jenkins is, is like the Undersecretary s- of State. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Douglas Jenkins. Yeah, it's like the ambassador <laughs> from the to- Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> a sweet, beautiful face. No. <laughs> used against me hoisted by my known petard i got shot in the head speaking of uh getting shot in the head how about inflation eh inflation how about yeah it? um i don't know if you heard the the uh federal reserve aka the fed the fed the fe- um, the uh, fed the federal reserve what um, are they gonna do when the ohio state wins its trademark yeah i don't know i don't know they, they better watch out <laughs> they're gonna get tackled by a bunch another of another group that's very litigious <laughs> watch out watch out watch out <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see, honestly, I'd love to see an Ohio State linebacker sack Jerome Powell. That would be hilarious to me. That'd be, I'd watch it over and over again as I fall asleep every night. Um, yeah, they they raised the interest rate because um, apparently inflation is going up and it's all because we're buying too many things. Um, That's the problem. Except this is not actually the case. Um, even the Fed's own analysis indicates that supply constraints are, account for about half the surge in U.S. inflation, with demand currently making up a third of the increase. So um, they're probably going to make it worse. They're probably going they're gonna to make cause a recession. They're going to cause a recession. And the reason that they're causing a recession was given away by Larry Summers, who basically said, like, look, unemployment is too low. Um, there's not enough people who aren't working. Workers currently have too much power, um, and we have to break that. So we're going to, we're going to ruin the economy because for rich people, um, it doesn't matter that much, you know, like they can, they'll manage. Yeah. Um, they'll be fine. You know, 
but we have to we have to force some people out on the street, you know, because they got listen, we need to bring all the poor people down a peg so that they'll go back to work. At we Wendy's really don't have enough homeless people. You know what I mean? Uh, everyone yeah. lately has been like, what happened to all these unhoused people? Mm-hmm. Uh, I never see them I'm anymore. Consulting, ever. Hang on. I'm flipping. I've got a big flip chart here. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to flip the scrambling chart over. And <laughs> under that, we have a chart of homeless people. And you can see that it's going down. It's actually inversely correlated with scrambling. Um, so <laughs> that's what happens when you legalize I, marijuana. I have a compound graph here that shows both of them on the same chart, and you can see <laughs> as scrambling goes up, the amount of homeless people goes down. So I think you can see that we need to take immediate action to reverse this trend. Um, I've got the Jerome Powell. The thing, you know, people make jokes about like, oh, um, you know. Joe Brandon has the gas price dial on his desk, yeah. but Jerome Powell does actually have the like make economy <laughs> worse dial. Yeah, it's just the interest rate dial, and so yeah. they turned it a little bit. Um, so yeah, so a little and it bit. It turns in the out like direction. Most of our economy is built on zero percent interest rates. Like that's that's the only way anything has happened yeah, after um, two thousand eight. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to, you know, my suggestion, this is not financial advice. Don't actually take this suggestion. Um, Take advantage of the buy now, pay later services like Affirm and whatnot now, because they're uh-huh. probably going to go under pretty soon. Um, <laughs> and that would be funny. It'll be hilarious. So, yeah. Oh, someone will always come and get you if you're a poor person. That's the That's problem. true, yeah. They'll be like, listen, we need the extra $200 you haven't paid us for. It's um, literally make or break for us. Yeah, right. Your, exactly. Your yeah. two hundred dollars. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> some guy in a suit and a briefcase is like, "I need your two hundred dollars now." Yeah. I now, don't know. It's the same strategy as uh, Democratic fundraising emails, where they're like, "Listen, if you don't give us seven dollars right now, um, the so country help will me be God. lost. <laughs> We're <laughs> all gonna die." <laughs> yeah. Um. Speaking of things, finally. Finally getting their just criticism because I have always been an Airbnb hater. I've never used Airbnb. Um, I think it's bullshit you, and I hate it. You were <laughs> you were making fun of Airbnb when there was a social cost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, <laughs> I'm I'm the brave boy. Okay. I'm extremely brave. I'm so brave. <laughs> I had so many friends being like, well, whatever, I guess I won't invite you. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. But you know what? It was worth it. I've been been alienated. I've been ostracized. (laughs) (laughs) So this Gawker article covers a Um, recent uh, implosion or batch of criticism about Airbnb. Airbnb, your days are numbered. Two people I follow are the two first people quoted in this article. I like where this is going. Everyone is suddenly remembering (laughs) how nice it is to stay in a hotel. So, yeah, um, (laughs) basically, uh, Airbnb, um, we're realizing. Well, so first off, there's, I guess, a trend that Airbnb um, owners or the people who, you know, rent them out are becoming more and more demanding and and weird, you know, like putting in video cameras curfews quiet hours chore lists etc they're they're um, really c- growing into their landlordness yeah mm-hmm. yeah um yeah it says uh someone here says airbnb lost me i'm not starting off my vacation looking for hidden cameras man so um also someone here has a, a, an image of a text message they received 
from an Airbnb host who says, I have your picture, your name, and your number. You have 48 hours to remove your review, or I'm hiring a pe- private investigator to obtain your address, and then the fun begins. Um, so that's cool. Um, wow. There's mention in this, in this article about a profile that Insider did uh, about a millennial couple that runs 15 Airbnbs, bringing in over $100,000 in bookings each month. Um, those people suck and they should feel bad, obviously, because they're, um, you know, it's 15 houses that they should not own. They're actively contributing to the housing crisis. <laughs> yeah. A millennial couple dipped into their retirement savings to purchase a Vermont vacation home. Now they run a 15 Airbnb empire. Just bizarre. This is why we. This is why we have a housing crisis. Um, you know. Can we so. talk a minute? Because I think I think people don't. Un- I do something, and I worry that people don't understand what I mean when I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and in as much as this is entirely a parody and comedy podcast, um, right. and all of this is just parody. Um, when I post the Minecraft or post, sorry, this isn't Minecraft. When I post the volcano, um. Uh, you know, I'll just often reply to something. I'll just put a, a the emo emoji of a volcano, mm-hmm. um, and that 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 means um, these people belong in a volcano. Right. Like, yeah, I'm not saying I'm going to put them there. I'm not saying you should put them there. I'm just saying, in a universal sense, they, they belong nice inside time. of a volcano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They should have a yeah. nice, warm time. <laughs> in a yeah, in like a kingly manner. In a kingly um, manner, know. go so, into the volcano. Yeah, and these these people are. I just think of the volcano picture in my head. I just picture a right. volcano. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So you know, it turns out hotels are nice. Um, they have fresh towels. Um, they clean every day, more or less. Yeah, um, they actually they, they like don't pay have staff. a list of chores. You don't have to <laughs> message a guy back and forth. Um, you don't have to worry yeah. about threats against your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. wild, dude. Yeah. Yeah. This is, Hotels we, aren't as litigious. <laughs> we need to go back to a time when convenience meant also getting good service. Hotels have everything you need, and at least when things go wrong, you can deal with a good, old-fashioned, only semi-incompetent corporation, and not a guy named Steve who's adamant you didn't leave the place spotless despite photographic evidence proving otherwise. Oh, Returvin, yeah. Returvin. That's all I'm saying, baby. Yep, yep. I mean, much has been written too about the um, amount of housing stock that has been gobbled up by Airbnb listings. You know, so I think if we can return some of that to the market, as it were, I think is it Atlanta that just passed a rule that you can only own like two Airbnb properties, and one of them has to be your primary residence. Um. That's, that's good. That's that's the right direction. We're gonna get. We need to get to nobody owns a home. That's where we need to get to. But you know, right? Yeah, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Until then, I wish you would step back from the ledge, my friend. That bass solo, baby. A lot of people aren't aren't super, you know, going all in on the snare like that, but <laughs> All right. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. I was not prepared for this. I'm trying and I'm learning. Thank 
you for your patience There's so many mistakes I have already made But I'm working to be better day by day And I think I'm gonna make it, but for now I'll say I have no idea what I'm doing